I think the point is taking the pause to evaluate, is my thoughts, is the narrative, the story I'm hearing in my head, is it true yeah. or is it false? Right. Welcome to Marriage Talk. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Valerie. And we want to say thank you for joining us. And today we are going to be talking about a common conundrum that all <laughs> marriages <all>. face. <laughs> and one that, I mean, really, it can look very different from family to family. And that is household chores, or some people would call it household partnership. That's what we would call it because we actually believe that it is a partnership. But more on that in a second when we, uh, when we jump into this topic. Yeah. First, we want to talk about one of the initiatives from Family Life Canada, and it's something called marriage mentoring. And it is just like it sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one married couple who's a little further down the marriage road That's right. that uh, mentors another married couple. These mentoring relationships help to normalize the everyday struggles and joys that every marriage faces and it helps couples to navigate those challenges. Mm. And so if you'd like to know more about this, please check out familylifecanada.com. Mm. And actually, today's conversation is based on one of the topics from the Marriage Mentoring Guide. That's right. And the reason why we thought we would talk about this one from the Marriage Mentoring Guide is, well, what happened the other night while I was outside <laughs> raking the thatch out of our lawn? We've just come out of winter, and so we're trying to pull out the dead grass. And in our household partnership pieces we've landed right. that i do more of the outside stuff you do more of the inside stuff and we'll yeah. get to share a little bit more of that but but i'm outside raking uh, which is what i enjoy to do i actually enjoy working on our lawn and then i can feel this like angst building up inside of me of like why isn't valerie out here helping me why am i the only one doing this and then i just start laughing because i'm like this is literally what we've agreed to i enjoy doing it you know i enjoy doing it and anyways it was just really funny um, and so we thought we would talk about like household partnerships uh, because it is such a common conundrum. We do find that so many couples have struggled in this area and we want to kind of talk about what to do about it. We're going to talk about what we've done. Yeah. But first, let's talk about some things that can affect this area of household chores or what can affect household partnerships. I think... Something that comes to mind first is families of origin, right? Mm. Our, our training ground for life. Yeah, probably <laughs> different than our spouses. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so the division of labor in the home we grew up in. Right. What were the roles and responsibilities? What was the expectations between the spouses and even for the kids mm. in that home of who's doing what and how it's getting done and how often and yeah. what's the standard and right. all those things that go along with household chores. Right. And it probably, as we said, probably looked different. And it, even in our family of origin, if we grew up and tried to do something and did it wrong, mm -hmm. and this could even happen currently in the marriage or family we're in, and yeah. our, it could be our spouse, but we try something and we do it wrong and then it's met with anger or it's met as like, we're really put down and then we feel like we're a failure right. or... Or is it the opposite right, side? And you're encouraged. Yeah, right? yeah. Like you do something and maybe it's not perfect, but you're still encouraged and thanked and praised. And, right. 
And uh, it's like, oh, okay, I, I can do this. And yeah. yeah, or can we come alongside our spouse as a teammate? Or can we come alongside, did our parents come alongside us to show us? Did Do we come alongside our children to show them? Or do we just expect them to know how to do it? Like, right, just it, instantly. <laughs> right, so like in our marriage, I didn't know how to do laundry. Like confession, <laughs> I was an adult before I figured out how to even use a laundry machine because I just didn't do it. Like yeah. my mom did laundry in our home growing up. And so when we first met, it was actually at camp yeah. where it was the first time I had to do my own laundry. I remember helping you. <laughs> I was so lost and I did not know how to even throw in this. So I actually, I didn't even know you're supposed to separate colors. First off, I was just had them all. <laughs> but you're right. You helped me. But you came alongside. You didn't make me feel like a failure. You didn't make me feel like I was stupid for not knowing something. It was just this. Well, that's good. Yeah. It was just this recognition of like okay, you don't know, but here, let me come alongside you. And so can we do that? Yeah. Was that modeled in our family of origin growing up? And is it modeled today? Yeah. Um, and in my family, it was quite different because everybody did everything. Didn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. I grew up with three brothers, my mom and my dad on a farm. Yeah. And so with that, yeah, there's no pink jobs and blue jobs. It's just everything <laughs> is a job and everybody gets it done. Yeah, didn't matter. And so for me, my brothers did laundry, but I helped shovel out the barn and we drove tractor. And, you know, when it was time to take the, the square bales out of the field, everybody was there hucking those bales onto the trailer. So it was just partnership. Yeah. 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 And, and that was modeled that way. Another thing that can really affect this area is are there deeper issues? in the struggle you know it's not always about the dishes it's not always about the lawn the deeper stuff going on under the surface yeah and we've talked about this in other podcasts about like really digging down into the root and so is there actually an unmet expectation in our own life where where that is like manifesting itself or or showing up and then we respond with anger. Yeah, we've got this unwritten, unspoken rule that's that's in our head and sometimes we're not even aware of it. But when that rule is broken by our spouse... It upsets us. Yeah, and they may not even be aware of it. I mean, we're not aware of it, so how could they even be possibly aware of it? Yeah. Another one is a sense of entitlement, Hmm. right? Again, it could be affected by the way we see the world, which could be impacted by our family of origin. But that sense of entitlement, either that you know what, I shouldn't have to do that because, you know, I'm the wife or I'm the husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. But just that entitlement that either I should or shouldn't have to do this or that. Right. Which again, on the other side of it too, would be maybe there's one spouse being, feeling like they're overburdened. Yeah. And so there's a sense of entitlement of, I shouldn't have to do it, but then there's the, well, someone has to do it. And so the one spouse just continues to do it or the one person in in the family continues to do it and yeah. or is being asked to do it all the time there may be where we only ask one child to help and yeah. another child kind of doesn't have to help yep. or we come up with reasons why they don't get to help yeah. maybe or, they kick up a big stink and so it's like oh it's the fight's not worth it so i'm just not going to ask them yeah. and then we <laughs> overburden yeah. the other child children in our home because it's like well that's not worth or because they kick up such a stink and won't do something Rather than addressing that, we just take the task off their 
list and we do it. And so then we right. feel overburdened. So so that the the feeling of overburdened and being overburdened can be yeah. another area that's affecting us. Yeah, and that can affect so many other areas of our lives if we're constantly feeling overburdened, mm-hmm. just that rundown, that stress, that tired, that lack of joy. If we feel especially like we're the only one doing oh, it, totally. right? That can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. There's also possibly a sense of being misunderstood or unappreciated and so the misunderstood is I think it it tends to be on the extremes either the the one wants everything in its place and perfect and the other supposed doesn't understand why that's so important Hmm. to them or the opposite is the other one's like why can't we just relax a little bit and not worry about some dust you know on the bookshelf but the other is feeling like this is a big deal we can't let that go and so that misunderstanding of each other why it's important why it matters to them right yeah or underappreciated right you feel like you're the only one doing everything and nobody thanks you nobody notices yeah and some of this again the misunderstood of or the why we're doing something or the why we don't do something again it actually might be tied back to family of origin or it's probably tied back to some deeper issue a root issue and so yeah, can that we entitlement the expectations uh, yeah, all those things we all, just talked about. all those things we just <laughs> talked about it's right there and so those are just a few of the things that we wanted to talk about that could be affecting this area of another household. one that just kind of hit me is gender stereotypes Mm. right that can be a huge one the pink and blue i think is what it's called yeah, right the, the pink jobs blue jobs or just different roles and responsibilities that we think are culturally ingrained right. or whatever yeah yeah so those are a few of those things that we wanted to highlight but let's dig into our story sure. a little bit and what's helped us divide up household partnership or navigate i i think this is a navigating thing that is constantly being talked about or should be yeah and so what's helped us navigate through this i think initially dealing with those deeper issues right Mm. the entitlement the unmet expectations feeling unappreciated all those things really working through that because i think early on we were each frustrated for different reasons but until we got to the root of it right then it was hard to move forward but once we identified some of that and then said, you know what? Let's go at this as a team. Yeah. Let let's be partners in this, right. and and that made a huge difference. There's a, a verse in the Bible from Ecclesiastes. It's it's chapter four, verse nine. It says that two are better than one because they have a good reward for their mm-hmm. toil. Mm-hmm. And when we really took that to heart and mm-hmm. said, you know what? Instead of blaming each other or being frustrated with each other or any of that stuff, mm-hmm. let's be a team. Let's right. get this done and enjoy the work we're doing but then also enjoy the fruit of that and then being able to do other things the fun things in life as well and when we're talking about team here one of the things that we've had to understand is that it's not that doesn't mean 50 50 for us it could mean 50 50 for other people and why you know you're gonna do half the jobs i'll do half the jobs that may be how people decide but for us our team approach hasn't been dividing up the household in a 50% of the stuff that we do. Yeah. You do carry more of the household chores. Inside. Inside. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. I carry more of that. And I carry more of the house outside chores. You do more of the outside, the lawn, the shoveling, the vehicles. Right. Right. Yeah. But I think one of the things that we've worked towards as a team, and this has really helped us, is that we both 
seek to have the same downtime. Yeah. And the both both of us are getting free time and, and downtime. So we try is to not, do it fairly. Right. Not necessarily that, that 50-50 hard line, but it's more about is, is this being fair? Are we both contributing equally even though it's not a 50 50 equal right right because we both work uh, like yeah right like we are both we're a dual working couple or dual yeah. income couple i guess is what they call it is called and so it's going to look different for us and for couples that are in in that stage yeah. versus a couple that's a, a single income family yeah and and so it's it is going to look different but can we still work towards having downtime and free time together uh with it and one of the other things that helped us with teamwork is you know the old saying many hands make work light <laughs> it's right true we've asked for help we We've got our kids involved. We've yeah. come alongside them and shown them. We've actually given them tasks. And then over the last few years, we've actually hired our kids to clean our house. Yep. And it used to be that the kids had chores that were not paid. It was just contributing right. to the family. But as life got big, busier and the kids got older, they were looking for ways to make money. And yeah. this was uh, an easy way for them to do that so that they would have some responsibility, be able to earn a small amount of money, but then have the responsibility of what do I do with that money? How do I save? How do I spend it wisely? Yeah. All that kind of thing. So it was a dual purpose in the hiring of our kids to to do some of that work. Right. Another one that has really helped us, and I don't know if this is necessarily a dual thing of helping, but like awareness of the fleshly desire that is <laughs> happening. <laughs> the fleshly um, frustrations there it is. and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stinky, stinky attitudes that yeah. can rise up. <laughs> the, the stinky attitudes that can rise up. And, and so going back to the lawn story that I kind of alluded to at the very beginning where I was outside raking lawn. And, and here's the thing, like the more that I've grown spiritually or gotten more mature in my faith and, yeah. And aware of these things, the more that I have become aware of the the, the fleshly, stinky attitude that can kind of <laughs> rise up. This is what was happening. So I'm outside raking. I'm getting upset, going like, why am I the only one out here? It's taken me a couple hours to be yeah. really raking out the dead grass to, to get some new life going through there. And so I can feel the angst building up inside of me. And I come inside to grab something and I see you, you're sitting on the couch nicely in, a, in, in the house and I'm outside <laughs> sweating and getting dirty <laughs> and you're on your phone and our daughter's sitting beside you. She's on her computer. And now here's what the flesh would be like. Oh, I'm outside working so hard and she's just on her phone. <laughs> and I would have completely missed that you were on our on your phone with our with Janie, our middle child, who is flying home the next day or in two days, and you're like organizing that uh -huh. to make sure everything's in play. And our other daughter is sitting beside you doing homework and you're helping her with that. <laughs> and so early on in my younger years, I would have totally missed that. And I just would have saw like, you're inside, I'm outside. And that would have been the flesh. But I, anyways, I chuckle. I always talk about, I, I do case studies on myself. This was another one of those like in the moment case studies where I'm like, why am I getting upset over this? And then you do this amazing thing. 
You bring me a glass of Coca-Cola on ice and, well, that just <laughs> melts me completely. I'm just yeah. like, man, she she sees me. Well, I saw you outside working and it did take you probably three or four hours yeah. to do the whole lawn. There was a ton of stuff that you pulled out. And not that I was doing nothing in the house, but no. I was sitting on the yeah. couch helping our kids, doing things around the house. Um, I think you folded laundry because I, I saw that on I the bed. organized <laughs> while our daughter was away at university. We used her room as storage. <laughs> And so I had to take all of that out of her room to get her room ready for (laughs) her to move back in. So I was doing things in the house. That's right. But I did really appreciate that you were outside working, sweating, doing physical labor. And so I'm like, oh, I bet he'd really enjoy a cold glass of You were right. He really (laughs) did enjoy it. Yeah. And so just being aware of that. Yeah. Like like that has been such an awakening for me personally. Yeah, me too. Yeah, to be aware of these, like, where I can feel the flesh angst and and this, like, unease or... Anger. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. anger, frustration, unfairness, right? Like, like the thinking. It isn't unfair. Like, I'm not saying at all. No, but that's that's the narrative that starts to, like creep into our minds and it grows and grows and grows unless we nip it yeah. in the bud. And you're on your phone, <laughs> right? Like I could have missed so many things. Yeah. But the more that I've been aware of this, the more I can say like, that's wrong. Yeah. That isn't what she's doing. And we've agreed to this. And if I really wanted help, why don't I go ask? <laughs> yes. Right? Instead of like getting angry and then in younger years, that would have been younger Sheldon. He just would have got angry and then huffed and puffed. And and then a few days later, be like, why doesn't anyone help me? Well, (laughs) why don't I just come in and be like, hey, you know what? Here's a job that I could really use some help with. Does this work to come out and help me? Yeah. And here's what you could do. I could have done that. I didn't, but... And, that, and I'm not upset over it. I enjoyed what I did. Anyways, awareness of the flesh is something that is being, that's really helped me be aware of this. Yeah, well, for me as well, right? Because it's, it's easy that that narrative of I'm the only one, no one else is working as hard as me, yeah. all these things. And, and you know what? Sometimes maybe that is true. And right. we do need to take that initiative to say, you know what? I need some help. Yeah. Please come and help me. And, have and, an honest conversation. Yeah, have that yeah. honest conversation. But other times, it, it, that's not the case. <laughs> we're just feeling irritable because at the moment we're doing something somebody else isn't. Yeah. And um, and that it does take some some maturing and some right. realization to yeah. have that conversation in our head of like, well, that's not true. Right. It's just this frustration that's that's coming out that isn't true and even if you were on your phone doing something else other than talking to our daughter but you've been working inside and you cooked and cleaned up after supper and then I went outside right like again it's not like you had been doing nothing in this instance yeah right and so like even if you were on those it's not something for me to get upset over because we've agreed that this is how we do things. And again, if I really wanted the help, I should verbalize it yeah. and come to you. I think the point is taking the pause to evaluate, is my thoughts, is the narrative, the story I'm hearing in my head, is it true yeah. or is it false? Right. So good. Right. So good. Another thing is being grateful. That's helped right? us. Being yeah. thankful for what the other person is doing. And so actually saying the words out loud yeah. and showing it, right? That's yeah. what I was doing when I brought you the glass of yeah, Coke. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, by the way, thank you for folding oh. clothes. The other, I said it in my head, totally forgot to say it out loud. Thought I should better. We're still a 
work in progress. <laughs> but the, the say thank you out loud is key. Yeah, yeah, and, and it helps. It helps to realize we're appreciated, we're mm-hmm. noticed. The things we're doing are noticed. Mm-hmm. And uh, even on the gratitude piece, I think even being able to be thankful that we get to do these things, yeah, right? That we have a yard and a home that we get to clean and a yard that I get to work in. And if there's parents of young babies that we've been blessed with children and we get to fold these clothes because change another dirty diaper, (laughs) change another dirty diaper because that season comes to an end and we miss those. Like we miss those folding the clothes. Like when, when young kids, uh, friends of ours that have babies and they come over and I see the shoes, I'm like, man, those are just the cutest things. (laughs) So tiny. Yeah. And then like, but early on you're like, Oh, these shoes are never put away and I'm tripping over them. And Ah, there's moments where like I wish I was still tripping over that little tiny shoe and so can we be grateful even just in the toil can we be grateful in the moment that we have that opportunity because there's others that don't have that opportunity in any of these kind of situations so that's something that's really helped me is just being even thankful that I that I'm even capable that I'm capable of doing the work yeah. and and whatnot. So Yeah, and I like what you said about not wishing away the moment, right? Because it's easy, especially if we're in a bit of a harder season, to to wish it away hmm. and to say, you know what, when, when this is done, when I'm through this, hmm. when I'm that or whatever, then I'll be happy. But being happy in the moment, being joyful, being grateful, being at peace, and it's going to look different depending on the situation, but not wishing away our lives, Hmm. being anxious for the next thing, but really enjoying where we're at, Mm -hmm. the gifts Mm -hmm. of every day of the present. Yeah. So that's some of the things that's helped us. What about, has God kind of played a picture in this for us, or or is there anything that God's taught us through through household partnerships or... Any, what does that look like in in our relationship? Yeah, I think often it is the everyday simple things in life that that really do teach us a lot that help us spiritually mature and grow. Like you were saying, right? That that you're recognizing sooner and sooner that that attitude of of the flesh hmm. and and those kinds of things that goes when when we're intentional and we're paying attention for it but in the everyday ways that we can sacrificially love that we can serve one another the things that we are we're called to do in marriage and in the partnership of marriage but also the joy the joy in helping each other and blessing each other and just giving the gift of our time and our work and our efforts mm-hmm to create a culture within our family and home that's a blessing that's something that people that the members of our family and our friends are like hey i love being there i love being with those people mm-hmm. and and that is a gift and that i think it 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 starts with those simple things well it starts with our relationship with christ mm-hmm. but that idea of serving and loving and giving to one another in all these ways, in the, in the household partnership and in other ways. But it's just such a practical day-to-day thing that we can do to be cultivating that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that working joyfully and not begrudgingly. And uh, actually, we, we had friends over. Actually, Kieran, his birthday party, he had a bunch <laughs> of people over uh, for his party. And uh, a friend of ours come came and they have a, I think he's three, three-year-old son. 
And he was sharing how that they're trying to talk about work in a positive way, that mm. work is a good thing, right. right? So often we think about work as a negative thing. A means to an end, I gotta go to work today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's got that negative connotation and they're intentionally trying to talk about work in a positive way. And I thought that was so good because so often, what do we do? It's like, yeah, like you said, the, oh, I got to go to work or, oh, I've got to go to school or, oh, I've got to do my chores. But instead that I get to Mm -hmm. instead of I have to and seeing the blessing and the joy that is available in the work that God's given us to do. And then another thing that's really helped us and we say this over and over again, and, and <laughs> if you continue to listen to us, we will continue to say this Sound over like a broken record, and but... over again, is just having the ongoing conversation about household partnerships. Because here's the thing, it has looked different for us in the different seasons of life yeah, that we've worked. It's true. It has looked different in just the different seasons of life that we've lived. And at times, one of us is doing more than the other person. And, and then other times, it's completely flipped. Yeah. Uh, and so what this has really taught us is this is an ongoing conversation. This isn't, we've been married now for 23 years. Almost 24? No, 22 years. 22, almost 23. Almost 23. <laughs> yeah. No. We had to do some math. Yeah, yeah. There. We are in May. So that's like, has our anniversary <laughs> happened? But not yet. Not yet. So we've been married 22 years, almost 23. Yes. It has looked different than 22 years ago. Oh, for sure. When we first got married. And that's what I'm saying is I, I hope that couples aren't like, well, this is what we agreed to 10 years ago, four years ago, one year ago. Yeah. No, this is an ongoing conversation in our home of being able to talk about like, hey, how can I help you? Is there an area that I can help in this season? Do you feel that you're carrying more of the load? Are you okay with that? Or is there something I can yeah. help out with that? Like approaching it that way, you know, has been a wonderful conversation for us. But it's been an ongoing conversation. Yeah, and we've certainly settled into some rhythms and some patterns. Totally, totally. But then it's that check-in of, can I help you? Or it's just seeing something and doing it. Yeah. And being like, you know what? I know that needs to happen. And I know typically you would do that. But then just going and doing it. Yeah. Right? To, yeah. to be a blessing. Yeah. I don't now just keep walking by the laundry. No. You, I you... actually will throw it in. Yeah. I'll even fold it if yeah. I see it laying out. <laughs> Where before, I would just step over it. Yes. You could literally put it at the bottom of the stare i would just step over it it's true and (laughs) not even see it where now i do like oh hey i can jump in i can help yeah Um, but that's been an ongoing conversation in our family yes and also keeping in mind the grand scheme of things right Mm. Of, of what is most important in this moment is it more important to have a perfectly clean house or healthy, you know, quote unquote, clean relationships where we're dealing with stuff and spending time and investing. Or is it more important that the vacuum's done or that we're spending time with our toddler who needs us? Mm. Uh, Maybe they're having a rough day and and it's taking a lot of effort to discipline them Mm. in love and in truth, but that takes time, Mm. right? And so what's more important? And that doesn't mean that we just, you know throw the baby out with the bathwater and just let our house go to ruin. Right, right. But it means that we're using our discernment, we're using wisdom to make good decisions and to make those judgment calls about priority in the day-to-day 
and and using that moving forward mm-hmm. and having grace for one another. Yeah, and we've had to dial up and dial down, right? I've had to dial up seeing laundry if, the, if it's on the couch yeah. and, and just jump in and help out. And dialing down, it's the soap example in our house, right? <laughs> like when you do the dishes after supper, often the dish soap will container will stay on top of the counter. I have no idea why. You're literally <laughs> standing at the counter where you could open the door and put it there. Because I know I'm going to need it again You're going to need it again. Right? right? So I'm like, why bother bending <laughs> right. down and putting it under the sink? That's right. It'll just be there when it, when I need it. But that used to drive me crazy. <laughs> Today, this morning, I was making coffee. I see it. I just started laughing. I'm like, why does this bother me so yeah. much? This is hilarious. Well, I f- could just put it away. No big deal. I didn't. I just laughed. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. <laughs> at the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't, no. but it, it holds a special place. Yeah. Me. And the funny thing is the last time we got a new faucet, it had one of those soap dispensers yep. built in. Oh, so so good. it would just be there and you'd push it and it's right there next yeah. to the faucet. And then it broke. Well, when you were refilling it, you over twisted it and it snapped the plastic piece and now the thing doesn't work. And so the soap is back on the counter. <laughs> I don't recall me being the one that broke it. Okay. It's funny. I, I recall it that way. <laughs> That's so good. I've had to to accept and embrace your love for our lawn. For me, I think it's crazy. I grew up on the farm and you were lucky if you got it cut. You know, maybe you'd tie the horse next to a, a long patch of grass and they would cut it for you. But for you, it really matters to it you. Does. And so I've had to just be like... Stop criticizing and saying, why are you Well, first, so... you can't criticize my lawn. Like, it is solid. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes. But I, I've had to embrace that this is important to you. And so, That's therefore, right. it's going to be important to me. That's right. And it's okay. You want to spend time and effort on that. And yeah. that's good. Yeah, You've embraced my craziness yes. when it comes to the front lawn, which, yes. I, which I'm thankful for. But, again, <laughs> dialing up. Dialing it down. Yeah. That's another one that's helped us. So those are a few thoughts on household partnerships and how we have navigated this over the years in our marriage and how we're probably going to have to continue to navigate this over the years to come as our household continues to change and what that's going to look like. And so ongoing conversations will have to be continuing to happen happening for us. But what about you? How has this resonated with you? As always, we love ending the podcast with a few questions to help all of us be processing what we've talked about here today. Here are some of our questions. How has your family of origin affected this area in your marriage? What are some things you appreciate about how you manage your household partnership? And what is one area that you would like to improve on in this household partnership? And I know we usually end with the questions, but today we have a little task for us all to do, a little homework. That's right, that's right. (laughs) So before the day is over. Changing things up here. Yeah, before the day is over, try to notice something that your partner has done, maybe that your kids have done, Mm -hmm. if you got kids in the home, and thank them. Thank them out loud for (laughs) the things that they do around the house. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.